Hey guys, um, we're here today. I made a little podcast ready for you from 2014. This is an interview I had with a friend of mine, Simon Chan from MLM Nation. And I thought there are some great um, points on that um, interview that maybe you want to hear. So here you go. You ask the question, what are your challenges? It's endless. It's like in different stages of your leadership, your journey in the industry, you're going to have different challenges. And you just have to be strong because the more challenges, the stronger you become. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I'm fired up to bring our special guest today, Maria Gaderi. Maria, are you ready to make it happen? I am ready, Simon. Maria Gaderi was only 18 years old when she got started in network marketing. She went to a presentation to discourage her brother from joining. Her brother told her to attend this meeting. So she went to the meeting, but when Maria saw the life and the endless possibilities that MLM could give her, instead, she told her brother to join immediately so that she could join under him. Maria got started and wasn't an immediate success, but she stuck with network marketing. And by the time she was 25, she'd earned enough from her business to allow her to retire from her job. Today, Maria is her company's youngest top earner and has been featured on numerous of MLM publications. And what inspires Maria most is how network marketing has allowed young people like her who have talent, ideas, and high energy to create wealth for themselves instead of being stuck at a job. So, Maria, I've given MLM Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing. Thank you, Simon. That was nice. That was a great introduction. And uh, just like you said, it's uh, I was 18 years old, immigrant to Canada from uh, Iran and, uh, you know, working at different jobs and trying to, uh, you know, discover opportunities in, in Western world. And language was definitely one of my challenges that time. And when my brother called me to go and, and check it out, uh, I was I was afraid that the, at the beginning it was like, it's going to be something that he's going to get hurt. So maybe I should should go and check it out. So that's how I started. But really, um, you know, this industry is amazing. And the more I learned, the more I learned about the industry, the more I um, participate in the industry, the more I realized this is endless. This is a topless mountain. The higher you go, the more you realize there's so much to accomplish from this industry. So I know when you got started, you didn't have immediate success. What are some of the challenges you faced when you got when you got started in network marketing? Um, gosh, network marketing is you know past twelve years I've been in the industry. It's a it's a roller roller coaster. It's a it's you have ups and downs, and uh, there's there's a lot of challenges that you're gonna you're gonna uh, face. Um, but you know, the, the, the more you you just work out work it out with the challenges. And um, learn to work with your emotion. The roller coaster uh, ups and down going to be easier. Uh, one of my first, like my first few years, um, it was really the, when I started in the nutrition industry. One of my uh, main issue, my main challenges was I was young, and the product was for baby boomers. So um, imagine, you know, 
being 18 years old and you're trying to uh, show people, baby boomers in their 50s or 60s, um, that these products can going to resolve the wrinkles and going to give you energy and you don't have a personal testimonial because you're very young and they don't even trust you. Um, so that was one of my, 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 my first challenges that I had to face in the industry. And I know the industry's built based on baby boomers, especially for younger generation. That's one of their main challenges. Um, one of the other challenges I had, I was young and I had no personal development. Um, so I was trusting my own judgment. I know a lot of people in the industry, they start, um, I watch them, how they trust their own judgment, their own beliefs, their own feelings, um, and thoughts. And that's one thing I always train my, my, uh, uh, people that I work with. And I tell them never believe and trust your own judgment because you're new. You don't know anything. Everything you know is based on your experience and you don't have any experience. Um, then later when, when personal development came into the picture and I started, uh, expanding and developing, you know, um, the whole, uh, ups and down. I mean, I know many people in the industry going through this, that when my company in my town actually closed down and all of my upline, um, you know, uh, uh basically left and they started another network marketing companies. I know that constantly happening in the industry. Um, and prior to that, I didn't share, uh, when I got started, what really got me, um, into the industry was when I was sitting on that chair, um, in the presentation, there was a picture of, you know, I didn't really join the product or the, the, the compensation plan. What got me in that, in that presentation was the picture of a beach, um, a luxury car, a house, and it says it's time for you to be free. And at the time, I was working really hard at my job, and I thought, wow, I actually can have freedom from this company or from this industry. That was my first um, introduction to network marketing. So I basically got committed. I, I made a commitment to my dreams sitting in that chair in that presentation. And when my upline, two years later, they start leaving to different network marketing companies, I saw my dreams got crushed. So that was one of my biggest challenges. It was it was a shock. Mm. Um, you know, um, later, you know, I had to do a lot of research for two or three years um, in order to make another commitment for my next company. Um, and finally, when I when I came across my current company, I've done a lot of research. I've read a lot about it. I made so much uh, research in order to make the commitment and the decision to then the decision. And because there was so much information out there already about the industry and about the challenges and, and the vision of the company. So the picture was clear, but once you're in the right vehicle, now you're going to have different type of challenges. Now the challenges of me becoming a great leader. Um, so dealing with upline, dealing with downline, dealing with prospect, the challenges, the objections, you know, um, how to deal with those emotional roller coaster ups and down. Yes, you're in the right vehicle, but are you the right person? Um, so that's something that I had to overcome. And then there's family challenges. You know, I, they, they want to discourage you. They don't want to support you. Now you're really committed. And you you know you're going to do this. And the families and the people that you care in your, you care about them in, the, in your life, they don't see that vision and they're not with you. Um, so you were, you were past that. You don't, you don't let that to stop you. Um, you become one of the top earners. And now you have to deal with yourself you know, deal with, the, with growth, you know, facing the acceptance of success and, um, okay, I'm making six figure. Okay. I'm making seven figure, but am I going to stop here? Am I going to settle? Am I going to go for more? 
and finding reason and motivation to go for more. And then you have all these dilemmas when you travel, you're with people, you know, the dilemma, the dilemmas that leaderships normally go through. And the pain of the industry, like things that happening in the industry and things that, you know, it's out of your control. You can't do anything about it. So you ask the question, what are your challenges? It's endless. It's like in different stages of your leadership, your journey in the industry, you're going to have different challenges. And you just have to be strong because the more challenges, the stronger you become. You know, I've interviewed uh, dozens in your, in your show number 88, and you probably gave one of the best answers because you said it, the, the challenges never end, right? And I think that's, but that's what life is. Life is about, you, you, some people say we're the challenges. I like to use the word adventures, but I think you, you really summed it up as you're, when you first start out, you have these challenges, obstacles, but as you grow, you become six figures, you have new challenges. As you become seven figures, you have greater challenges, right? But it's like, you become, Maria, you're probably much more wiser Absolutely. Even though you have the challenges, you can deal with it much better. And like, you know, MLM Nation, right before we started this, Maria and I were talking about one of her challenges, I guess this is a challenge of a top earner, is like, you know, in, in winter, she lives in Toronto, it's, it's brutal, <laughs> and she wants to move. And her challenges right now is like, I don't know where to live, Simon, because I was going to mail her something. It's like, Simon, I don't know where to live. I don't know if I should be in Spain or Italy, you know, so... You know, life is about endless challenges, personal issues, things, but you brought up a great point. It's about your personal development, and you get wiser, and it's really about the journey. And I'm sure, Maria, name one of the worst moments you've had. Maybe at that time, it seemed like the world was going to end in the business, but now you're like, oh, you've grown so much. It's like, it's nothing. I'm I'm interested. Can you share a story like that? Yes. When I didn't have, um, and you're 100% right, Simon, because, you know, if if you sign if you sign into this industry that everything going to be smooth and I'm going to get rich and wealthy, you're in, you're in the wrong, you're in the wrong place. This is an industry of growth and development and chat and you're not going to grow without challenges. So one of the worst moments that I had in the industry when I was so, uh, I w- I want to call, I was so blinded to the information and the knowledge about the industry. So I didn't know what's next. And I didn't know what I have to do when I first started. So I, I, I was very doubtful. And the doubtful, the doubt was because of lack of information. Um, I signed into something because I had a big dream and I wanted to accomplish things in life. But I wasn't sure if this is going to get me there. So, um, there was, you, know, you know, there's a lot of uh, rumors and a lot of negativity about the industry, people who misunderstand the industry, governments. And when I was reading these things about network marketing, I, I was doubtful. Is this company or is this industry is real or what they say is real? What people say, what my family says, what my everybody is so afraid. What if I'm going to get in trouble? What if I put myself, what if this is not real and my dream is crashed? So that was one of my worst moments. And today when I look back, you know, it's the result of knowledge. The more I learn, the more I realize there's, there's nothing to doubt because doubts always take you out of action. And the only way to, you know, resolve doubt is to gain, to go and, and research and learn. As the more you learn, the more doubters get out of the way and the stronger you become. So you talk about personal development, how you, you've really grown you as a leader. So 
I know this ML Nation, our listeners would love to uh, know about this. So what's your personal development routine? Like, what did you do from the 18-year-old girl to what was, and you talk about the challenges because you didn't have personal development. So what did you do? How did you get going with personal development? And, and uh, do you have a routine? Yes, I always tell people two things. Um, you know, they say, do you have to have a mentor? I say, if you want to play basketball um, just to have fun, you don't need a mentor. But if you want to play as a champion to go to Olympic, then you need definitely a mentor. GDB, uh, the network marketing is the same. In network marketing, if you want to make a couple of thousand dollars, um, that's fine. You can do that. But if you really want to make a lot of money and you want to be really successful and do it full time, you need mentors. So mentors are important. I always had mentors. Um, I would I would identify people, role models uh, in the industry, <clears throat> men, women, people that I look up to. And somehow I would have tried to, you know, get in contact with them. Uh, when I was very new in the industry, obviously I wasn't making anything yet, so I, I, it was hard for me to have access to the to the to the to the big guys, the experts. So I would just follow them, follow their video, watch their videos, watch their posts, and all that stuff. And then once you 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 pass certain you know success level, then people actually start paying attention because they know you're serious about what you're doing. So I started getting into personal contact with them, and I start hiring them. So I mean, the amount of money I exp- I spent on hiring mentors and coaches, um, and and besides that, um, reading and learning constantly. When I wake up in the morning, I mean, my phone. I had to clean my Facebook account to make sure when I wake up in the morning and I open my Facebook newsfeed or my Instagram or my YouTube, all I see is quotes. And lines and personal development, like mm. the pictures and like things that motivate me, that empowers me, that inspires me, versus seeing people are complaining and blaming and you know whining. That was one of the main things because your mind is constantly, constantly working. It's like a river. If it stops, you die. So you know, so that's one of the things that you know. I'm, my my life is it's coming from every possible way. It's just throwing at me. I created that. I designed that way. So, so I don't have to see anything negativity. The other part is your energy level. Like I'm, re- I'm so cautious of my energy and what is around me. What do I see? What do I listen to? What do I talk about? The conversation that I have. Your energy is important because if your energy is positive and constantly you're filling out your environment, um, or your your contacts uh, with with positivity, great insp- like inspiration. Uh, people who talk have big vision and. And, and talk positive, then you constantly attract those circumstances to your life. But if you're constantly worried and afraid and angry and you see all these stuff that's happening around and it's negative, then you're attracting the negativity to your life as well. So those are the things. And then I, I take a lot of personal development courses, um, a lot. Like At some point, people would have called me like, you're a personal development junkie because you read everything and you listen to everything that's personal development. But, I, you know, I can tell how much you invested because you just shared so much wisdom, especially for your age. Uh, and I love it. You know, I think that's one of the best advice I've heard, doing a Facebook purge. You know, purge oh, yeah. out so that when you read the news feed, it's only positive stuff. Because it's so true. Like yesterday, I mean, I don't know how this person, I haven't purged him because I added too many. When I first started back in 08, maybe Facebook, I added too many friends. And it was just posting negative stuff. And I'm just, even though I didn't read the, of course, I didn't click on it. But just looking at the headline, just glancing at it. 
It was like, well, something, something bad, like, put me down, right? So that was such good advice. Do a Facebook purge and only include things or people that post positive things. Exactly. Don't follow anyone who is negative. Yes, yes. So did you, um, you said you hired mentors, you hired, these are people in your company or outside your company? Uh, well, in the company, people in the company, you don't have to hire them. Um, I do have great mentors uh, in the company, actually. Um, but then outside of the, the MLM, uh, you know, there are, there, are, there are coaches who only train uh, executives and, and, uh, and corporations. And I work with them. I learn a lot from them as well. And I did hire them. Those are the ones that I paid for them. Yes. Fantastic. It's very, very inspiring. Now, can you share one of your aha moments, like a major aha moment where like a light bulb went off? And then maybe before that, you were still struggling a little bit. But once you got this big aha moment, your business just took off. So I heard somewhere, um, you, you know, I heard somewhere network marketing, because when you you get in the industry, you, you know, you think network marketing is about selling product or recruiting people. And it's none of those. Um, network marketing is two things, uh, personal development with a pay plan. And I was like, such a great line, man, because it's all about leadership. Once you become a leader, you can build any company with any pay plan with any product. So it's all about like the, the stronger, the wiser you become as a as a like as a as a leader, then the easier this industry become for you. So personal development is very very important. So that was my my main aha moment that I realized that it's important. Another one is discipline. So the discipline, the level of discipline in this industry will determine the amount of success you can have and how much money you make. Um, and that's what something that I learned and I practice that if you're for example if you want to become a champion and and, and I, I always use a sport because people can connect to that if you want to become a champion and athletic champion you need to go to training every single day um so it, i was reading a quote like uh, one of the champions one of the athletes was saying you know i hated every minute of training but that's the only reason i became successful because of training you have to go and practice every single day so network marketing is the same you know, you have to have discipline, regardless of you're going to get yes or no, regardless of somebody buy your product or join your business, you do the work every single day without looking at the result. Is this In something, um, I'm sorry, is this some routine or things you do to increase discipline that, like, I know one of the things that I uh, did was, uh, people think it's crazy, but I take cold showers, just like, you know, because people know the benefits of a uh, like, coach shower actually has a lot of health benefits to it, which I'm not going to get into. But it trained me to, like, to sacrifice short-term, to take short-term pain yes. for long-term benefits. So even though the shower, and then actually my mentor told me that. I was like, just train yourself, Simon. Take coach showers. It may feel terrible for the first 30 seconds, but you feel great afterwards. It's so true. So are there anything you do to get that? Because obviously you're very successful. You have amazing discipline. Otherwise, you wouldn't. How did you, like, really get your discipline down? Well, two things. First of all, is how to keep track of your 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 what you're doing. Mm. So, um, you keep track of your daily. It called daily method of operation. How many calls did I do today? And then how many calls without looking at the result? Just how many phone calls? How many presentations? How many? It's just this like it's just breaking down the day, and then you compare that to last week, and then you compare that to the month last month. You compare that to last year, and then you keep track 
track of the percentages. So the percentages will tell you your your discipline and then your growth and what you're good at, what you're bad at. So it's like all the science and the math behind it that I use to measure my own my own discipline, my own numbers. And you know the, the measurements. You know if it's not written down, it, it doesn't count. So that's one. And the other one is when I when I spend the time, the amount of time to, to, to produce or to, to do the work. Um, at the end of the night, I always ask myself if, if what I did today, if every single person in my team did what I did today, where would I have a good, a good business? Hmm. Because you know how you've done. Sometimes your brain think you've done a lot of work, but most of your, your activities during day is actually not productive. It's not value dollar activities. They're just, you, it, you just kept yourself busy checking your Facebook and talking to people. And at the end of the day, you think you did the work. But when you have you written down the number of calls, prospecting calls, closing conversations, follow-up, three-way calls, number of presentations, number of... When you make, when you keep track of those numbers, then you can't lie to yourself. It's written down how many you did. So you can't just say, I work a lot. I work hard today. And then when at the end of the night, ask yourself, am I leading by example? If everybody in my team did what I did, would I be successful? Amalmation, this is really nuggets of wisdom, jewels here that Maria's dropping on you. Uh, I think... A lot of you have asked me before, I want to be a six-figure income earner. How do I do it within one year? And then, you know, Maria, I ask these people how many people you talk to, and they think, exactly, they're doing what you think. They, on Facebook, they feel that they're productive, but they never track. And when I ask them how many actually you talk to, they're like, oh, one. How many, how many presentations did you do this past week? Two? I was like, that's not going to cut it. If you're earning from zero to six figures, doing two presentations a week is not cutting it. So it's, I love the routine you just shared because it really gives you a lot of accountability and I think awareness you brought up, Maria, that at the end of the day, you review yourself. Hey, if everyone did what I did, where would my business go? So thank you for sharing that. My pleasure, Simon. Remember, I always tell people uh, performance is two things. Um, the, the number of your activities and the quality of your activities. So when I look at people's numbers and when I work people, I have we have sheets weekly method of operation and daily method of operation we have all those sheets so i look at their numbers and i say okay so the numbers are here but let's take a look at where's the quality so performance is all about the number of your activities and the the quality and then you can increase the quality by practicing by by learning by all that stuff by the knowledge and 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 the exercises really impressive what is your proudest moment in network marketing um, proudest moment. Um, you know, when I realized I'm not here to only make money, I mean, I'm really excited about, um, you know, what we're doing, uh, in the industry, um, because the whole industry, it's almost a century that this industry been around or maybe a little bit more as much as I know, it's been close to a century now, a hundred years. So, I mean, you see, you know, there's there's so many thousands of companies out there and there, there's so many products and they're all just exchanging clients. If you look at it, people are jumping from one company to another company and the whole industries are pretty much the same type of product, their weight loss, skincare, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, a product for, for illness that, that cure uh, cancer and HIV and get rid of your, you know, wrinkles and all these things and losing weight and, uh, you know, the same type of product. It's all health and nutrition. 
and people are keep jumping from company. They're just exchanging clients. Um, and what I'm really excited is what that we're revolutionizing that. We are we are changing that, and uh, we're coming with a new movement in the industry. Um, you know, and and be able to get that and be able to know that I'm not, we're not here only to make money because it's great that everybody's milking the industry. It's fine. But you know, we're, yes, it's great. We're making money, but it's not the only thing we're actually out there to, to make it different, to make it different for the industry and to make it different, uh, for the face of the world using this industry. Um, so those are, you know, that's something that really makes me excited and it gives me a purpose um bigger than myself bigger than just making money thank you for sharing that yeah it's very exciting how and actually i like the way you said it a lot of times we're exchanging clients mm -hmm. right but there's a lot of new things new the industry is growing it's grown a lot um, and let me ask you do you have you found just um because you've been in the business for over 10 years now do you find people more open to network marketing now than before and when you first started I want to say yes, but also I don't know. It's it's because it was it was because I was not very ex experienced ten years ago or five years ago, and I had because I really believe in 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 the type of people you surround yourself by. So uh, definitely ten years ago when I got started, I was surrounded by you know I don't want to call the the word small minded, but people who ordinary people. I want to say, you know, people who just wanted to make, you know, a living and that's all they just wanted to survive. Um, but now I'm, I'm definitely I'm surrounded by different type of people. So I don't know if it's my surrounding this been changed and the world always been the same or really the world is growing. But mm. today I definitely I see people are more open. The more I travel, the more I realize North Americans are more leading the way. And this is exciting. This is really exciting. Also, like, you, you brought up a great point. Like, as you're growing, everything becomes easier, right? People yes. attract to you. Instead of repelling people or neutral, people are actually attracted to you. And also, your skill set is probably, like, a thousand times better than when you first started. Definitely. So, you know, yeah. Definitely. So, as we go towards the uh, end of the show, some really quick questions to pick your brain. Okay? So, first one is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Um, well, there's a lot. <laughs> it's hard to pick one. But um, uh, Will Smith put something on Facebook on the other day, and I was reading it. I'm like, such a, he, you know, he said something like, if you and I get on, on the treadmill, you, you are going to give up, and I'm going to die on that treadmill. And that's the definition of discipline and not giving up. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. That's like something that I can say. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's actually, I think it's taken from an interview he did. I definitely searched it on YouTube. Yes. It's very famous. Yes. Really, really, really good. Um, what's one, Maria, what's one habit that's helped you become successful? Um, one habit that I became successful. I think um, there are there, there, there few, but, um, you know, staying consistent um, you know, if it's 30 minutes or one hour consistent every day, do a little bit about your business. Even the days that 
for example, it's my sister's wedding. I'm just using an example. It's the biggest day. I spend that 10, 15, 20 minute do something about your business, whether if it's a phone call or, you know, just check in, do something. Um, so consistency is definitely one of the major habits that you got to develop. Um, you know, personal development um, is another one. Um, going and, you know, and, and it's just the habit of being interested in people, whether if I'm in an airport, in a wedding, on a date, uh, I'm, I'm constantly interested. Like if the person, the waitress coming, I'm interested to learn about her life. And, and the smile that you give people and the greatness that you can the, you can be with people. Those are the habits that really help you to be successful in this industry because this industry is all about relationships. And people like when people like you, they want to work with you. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? Um, I remember when I was uh, going through some challenges in the business, and I was going through my, I was, I was, I was going to see my mentor, and I was telling him about my my challenges. He would have asked this question: What makes you different than ninety nine percent of the world? Mm. And I was like, I didn't have the answer. And he's like, the best answer is that I'm willing to do what the other ninety nine percent of the world are not willing to do. Mm. Really good. I love it. I love it. I love. It. I love the stuff you're sharing. It's really good because I know what we have very similar personalities and I can totally resonate. Like the thing that motivates me every time I don't feel like doing anything, whether it's like setting like grunt work or, you know, sending thank you cards, follow up cards, right? Every time I don't feel like doing it, I just think back and most of the world won't do this. And just well, every time I think about most people won't do it, that motivates me. Then I get excited to do it. That's right. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. Do 99, can you say that again? The 99%? I want you to repeat that. So good. What makes you different than the 99% of the world? And and I didn't have the answer. And he would have said something like, the only answer is, I'm willing to do what the 99% of the world are not willing to do. Mm, I love that. Uh, Maria, what's a favorite prospecting tool that you use? So, for example, someone is interested in the business or in the products, do you uh, give them a magazine? Do you do a webinar? Do you Skype one-on-one or do you sit down in a coffee shop, do a flip chart or do you give samples? What do you like to use? It really depends, Simon. Um, if, if I'm meeting people on social media um, and they're living in Australia, for example, or they're living in Europe and I'm in Canada. So, you know, the only resource that I have is the YouTube video. And the website. So we we do have the conversation. Again, at the end of the day, yes, on social media, you can reach out to people all around the world, but this is a belly-to-belly business. So if you don't have that human interaction with people, people don't like you and they don't trust you. Um, and like and trust is the major core of building this industry, building in this industry. So when I have conversations with people and I build a relationship online with them, I still have to get on the Skype call with them, get to know them. I have... Um, again, the habit of being interested in, in people, uh, get to know them a little bit more and then use the website and the YouTube videos to send it to them. Again, get back on Skype, hear their concerns, their questions, their objections, all that stuff and resolve all that for them um, and then help them get started. Or if I, there are questions that I don't know how to answer, um, then I use the upline for three-way calls. So that's when when the up, when, when it happens on um uh, 
uh, on, on online and I don't have access to meet with them. But if you're living in local market, I definitely, I'm interested to meet them. I meet them for a coffee and over the coffee, I build that relationship again. And um, if I have whatever tool I have, I use to present the business and answer all their questions. What's one of your favorite apps or do you have like an online resource like a Dropbox or a Gmail or Evernote that you could recommend to our listeners? Um, what I use the most at this point, and again, um, I love being present and, and enjoy being present, enjoy being with people. So, but you know, this whole social media is uh, consuming our lives so much. I'm trying to stay away from it. So I do, but I do use uh, Facebook a lot on my phone. I use, um, I post everything on Facebook and I could be anywhere in the world. You message me, I answer right away. Um, I, I, I do use YouTube a lot. I, I post videos on YouTube a lot and Instagram. So those are the three main things that I use um, all the time. What's one book you could recommend to ML Nation? Three Laws of Performance by Steve Zafran. It's one of my favorite books. That is a good one. Three Laws of, what is it again? Three Laws of Performance by Steve Zafran. It's amazing. It's it's a book that you could you. It's been initially was written for uh, corporations and executives to build corporations, but it's it's you know it basically teach them how to deal with their with their employees and how to uh, empower their employees. But it's perfect for this industry for building a team and create leaders. Here's the million dollar question: Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. Okay, so it's like you went, you're like an alien, went to another planet, but they spoke English or Persian. But you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you would do to find prospects and build an ML business from scratch? <laughs> it's an easy question. I would just use social media, unless if you tell me there wasn't any social media. Now, there is social media, but you have no friends. So you use social media to meet friends? Yes, I would use social media to build my brand using my knowledge. And, um, and, 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 and offer value. Once you offer value, people want to be around you. And, um, and have an interest to, to get to know people, build relationships. Again, using the social media to find people in my local market and internationally. And use the social media to connect with them. And use the social media to offer the value and knowledge and wisdom that, we, that I have. And to be able to help make it different for them, and that automatically will give back, will reward you, that they want to also make it different for you. Some people may ask you, Maria, what do you mean by giving uh, value on social media? What would you say? How would you, would you give value? How can you, how can you help people? How can you make it different for their life? So, for example, if somebody's problem is um, they don't know how to recruit people, if you know how to recruit, then teach them. Um, if somebody's, um, whatever knowledge that you have or wisdom that you have that you could offer to make a difference for people and see how can you make it different for them. Super. As we wrap up, do you have any last words of advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you and contact you? Um, the best way to contact me again, Facebook, my, uh, my handle, my hashtag is Maria Kaderi. That's my handle as uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. So that's how you can find me. Maria, Maria Gaderi.
find me. Um, one last thing that I would like to talk about um, is, you know, uh, I'm, I'm really excited about two things that we're doing in the industry. One is how we're creating ripples um, in the world using this industry. Um, you know, uh, you see more and more in the world that there are entrepreneurs and they're joining this industry. The industry is expanding and making it different for the world. I mean, we're different. Network marketing, people in the network marketing industry, we are leading the way. We treat people better. We have knowledge. We speak out. We communicate better with people. And um, especially in North America, we're leading the way. So I'm really excited with what network marketing industry has been doing in the world, making it different in the world and we are changing the face of network marketing in the world so that's really exciting the other thing is you know it's really great that i i use the word i said um it's really great that leadership are um out there they're teaching recruiting they're teaching how to close they're teaching all this stuff um but at the end of the day we gotta more take a stand for how to protect the industry um, you know, you and I heard, I mean, most people heard um, about companies getting closed down. We heard a few weeks ago uh, that another MLM company got closed down by FTC. And um, this, these are sad stories. Um, it's, all, it's always good to hear um, the great stuff, but also we got to take a stand as leadership um, to protect the industry, to, to do whatever it takes to make sure this industry will last long for the next 200, 300, 400 years for our generations after us. So whether if it requires more integrity or leadership or whatever it requires to make sure um, the industry is protected. So otherwise, I heard this from my mentor years ago when I first joined the, the industry, that he said on a phone call to a bunch of leaders that if we don't do something about this industry, regulators will move in and they will close company by company. And we know there are countries right now that uh, MLM is very restricted. And it's sad because this is our full-time profession. And this is the industries that, this is the only industry that give an average person an opportunity to create financial freedom. It's the only industry in the world. But if we don't do something about it, and we just think all we think about and all we do about this, right now all I see is all these leaders, all these top earners, all these millionaires, all these people, all they're doing is just teaching people how to milk the industry, which is fine, recruiting, recruiting, building a team, making money, be successful. It's just milking the industry, which is great. You're teaching people how to make money. But what are we doing? Why don't we upgrade the conversation to how can we protect the industry? What does it, why is it that FTC has to come in and close a company, question companies? Why is, why we are not standing to make sure that companies are operated with integrity, people are protected, companies are delivering what they promise so regulators don't close companies and governments don't make restrictions on, on international expansions for this industry. Hey, thank you for sharing that, Maria. That is ML Nation. That is words from a true leader, uh, not just for the caring, but really the long-term vision and thinking about what's ahead. So thank you for sharing that. And on that note, ML Nation, I'm like really excited. Thank you so much, Maria. You know, ML Nation, remember, we are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today you've been hanging out with Maria Gaderi. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in Maria at the search bar. And the show notes, Maria's contact info, her YouTube, her Instagram, her Facebook, we're all there. You can connect with her. And I highly recommend you to do so. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So Maria, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you again, Maria. God bless you. My pleasure, Simon. Have a great evening.
ML Nation. I thought that was one of the best interviews ever. I felt like Maria, is it something, maybe just my personality or hers, I don't know how you felt. It's like, I felt like she was like a sister. Uh, if I had a Persian sister, that would be her. We think alike, the, you know, the discipline, the personal development, and um, just the way she answers the question about like, challenges right and i'll tell you from being an entrepreneur the guy built an mlm successful mlm business and now i'm doing mlm nation i do coaching and training uh, she's right it doesn't matter how much money you earn the challenges are why could the adventures are never ending but it's about the journey you know and after uh the interview we talked a little bit she talked about it's not about the money it's about the impact you give and the lives you've helped, uh, the, the legacy you're creating in this awesome profession. And also thanks to Maria for her last message about, hey, we need to treat, we need to protect. We can't take network marketing for granted, right? Like recently, they, I mean, there's been FTC attacks, people on Wall Street trying to, you know, bash companies so they can profit from the stock. There's a lot of attacks and the real competitors are not other companies. The real competitors are as threats Again, people would, you know, sh uh, try to short publicly traded companies, the FTC. So you got to make sure you do the business correctly. And we're all on the same team. So, Maria, thank you so, so much for sharing that. And a couple big aha lessons. I mean, go con connect with it. Really awesome, okay? Uh, before I share the, share the aha lessons, just go to mlnation.net, type in Maria. You can even, her last name is Gaderi, but if you just put in Maria uh, in the search bar, it'll pop right up, connect with her. She's also very active on social media. If you want to see how she provides value, she talked about it, like making people feel good, providing info, go check her out on uh, Facebook. Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, so a couple of aha moments. She talked about leadership, and this business is really about leadership. The reason why she was stuck at 18 was because she wasn't a leader. But as you can tell from the wisdom she had, from personal development, um, the, the seminars, the courses. And one thing, again, I resonate with Maria that I, I thought I did, and people thought I was weird, is I actually attended trainings from that was like conferences for executives, right? Because at the end of the day, executives run a company, yeah, right. They're like presidents or CEOs. What what do we do? We're MLM leaders. We're running an organization. We're running people too. At the end of the day, it's people. And so I thought something I did, and she shared with it. I think that was so cool. It's really about leadership, growing yourself, and growing growing people. Another thing, discipline, right? Get Create that discipline. I love the way Maria does it. I've talked to so many people that I share on the show. Oh, Simon, I'm working hard. I asked them, how many presentations did you do? Or I want to make a full-time income next year. I want to make at least six figures. Uh, you know, the person's making like 1,000 a year, wants to make six figures. I said, how many, how do you plan to do that? I want to do five presentations a week. I said, well, that's not cutting it. Right? You need to do five, five, three of these three presentations. If you really want to do that, I'll share something. One person that from the Philippines, uh, his name is Natsunio. Maybe you have heard of him or you've seen him on Facebook before. He did nine presentations a day for two years. And now he's a multi, multi, multi-millionaire in the Philippines, you know, uh, in his business. But nine presentations a day. So that's what it takes. And Maria gave the best advice. It's like you got to attract. Every day, track down how many people you talk to, how many presentations, what are the results. And the most important question is, at the end of the day, if everyone did what I did, would my business grow? You know, when I talk to Maria, it's so perfect because today, early today, one of my coaching clients, um, she's building the business. Her husband's also building the business where her husband has like, you know, a mindset that needs to be worked on, thinks a lot of negative, and was asking or texting you. So she's texting me like she saw this video about pyramid schemes, like this um, 
you know, FTC was attacking this company, and if, whether their company is uh, a pyramid scheme, what's a pyramid scheme, and all that. And I was like, he knows it right. He's been in the business for over two years, right? Why is he watching this stuff, right? If uh, a great question was the Maria uh, kind of a litmus test was if everyone did what he was doing, watching videos about whether something's a pyramid scheme, whether a company's a pyramid scheme or not, what would their business do? What would their downlines do? How fast would the business grow? And the answer is zero. Right. Stay away from the negative. And again, another awesome jewel that Maria dropped off was do a Facebook friends purge. Anyone who posts negative, boom, you're out. Get out of my newsfeed, right? Because we don't need that. And growing this business, that's hard enough, right? We have challenges. We have rejection from prospects. We have downlines that quit. That's the reality. Downlines that don't do anything. Downlines that show up for trainings and show up. Prospects will bail out, will flake out on us. We have a lot of things. We've got to be mentally tough, have that rock-solid leadership mindset that Maria has. The last thing we need is to feed on that negativity. Like Maria says, she was really careful about her energy. And I really love it. You know, one of the stuff she talks about is like my, part of my daily routine. Like I said, I felt like she was like a sister from another mother. Really awesome. Make sure you go back to listen to this episode again. Listen, really think about how do you manage your energy? Where is your energy going? Do you let negativity affect you? And what is your daily discipline? And how many people you talk to? And every day, take an inventory. If everyone did what you did today, how would, would your business grow? What would happen to your business? Anyway, ML Nation, I'm just fired up. I'm loud and proud to be a network marketing professional. I'm just excited. Awesome interview. Uh, really awesome leader. Go check out Maria. And if you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes, on Stitcher. I'm really grateful. It really helped the show going. And uh, the best thing you can do is to give. So if you like this, share of your downlines, share of your cross lines, tell your friends from other companies about it, share with your prospects. You know, Jen Y, 18-year-old, never went to college. Now she's a multi-multiple six-figure income earner and obviously you know is there any doubt that someone like maria with her mindset is going to earn millions and millions and millions of whatever she does you know whether it's network marketing or she wants to do traditional business she'd be super successful for discipline and attitude so anyway Nation, that's it remember uh protect the business like maria says treat her respect and we, this is about giving we're in the business to help others so go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today god bless you all all right thank you simon you guys heard this interview that was recorded in 2015 i downloaded off of um, simon's trans website and i hope you guys enjoyed it i hope you learned something from it um write a comment below what did you learn from it what was important a point for you if you have any question let us know thank you enjoy it